Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday evening, November 24th, and we're going to talk about some of the highlights on the weather map. Today, we have a highlight over in South California, where Santa Ana winds are pushing temperatures into the 80s, or at least they eventually will be going into the 80s. The Northwest Pacific, they are of a, beginning a new series of storm systems, and each one has access to an atmospheric river. Uh, there's going to be at least two of them, but there might be a third one by midweek next week. And if there is a third one, that also might be the most intense and longest duration one. This is going to help bring up the mountain snows and cause uh, high accumulations of rain. It's impossible to talk about the East Coast without discussing the Midwest. We have a strong cold front that's moving through the Midwest. It's going to be moving through the Chicago area a little bit after midnight tonight. Temperatures are going to be dropping probably through the night and continue to drop through tomorrow afternoon. In fact, we might also get some a mixture of rain and snow tomorrow afternoon as a trough which is lagging behind the front moves through the area. Lots of dry air in the upper atmosphere, so a lot of that precipitation will be evaporating before it touches the ground. This means light precipitation in the Chicago area. The wet bulb temperatures support a mixture of rain and snow to start, but eventually precipitation will be turning over to all snow. At this point, little or no snowfall accumulation is expected here in the Chicago area. As that front moves through and continues to go east, it will be creating quite a lake effect snow event for places in western New York, Syracuse, New York, uh, uh, places around there south of Buffalo, places like that. This one's actually going to be even more intense than the previous one. Previous one produced 9 to 10 inches of snow in some locations. This one might be producing more than a foot. Friday and Friday night looks like that's going to be the main days and the main period of time when the snow is going to fall. But snow is still expected, lake effect snow on Shabbos, just it's going to be dying down Shabbos. I do want to point out that in truth it is difficult to forecast lake effect snow exactly where it's going to hit, when it's going to hit. So it probably will be more than 12 hours of snow occurring over a 24-hour period. Whether there's actually going to be 24 hours of snow, that's a different story. But forecasts call for more than a foot. The reason why it's going to be more significant than last time is because of the northwest flow as opposed to probably the west flow, which occurred last time. Uh, so we have cold air. This is Arctic air coming in behind the front, but it is Arctic air that has been moderated. It's a moderated form of Arctic air. We'll be seeing high temperatures in many cities, highs in the 30s on Thursday, probably 30s for Chicago on Friday as well. The East Coast gets slightly warmer than that, like places which are in the same latitude. Uh, temperatures are a little bit warmer. You go into Baltimore, have high temperatures in the mid-40s. That cold front's expected to move through Baltimore, the mid-Atlantic area, Friday morning, probably the New England area a little bit after the Baltimore area, also on Friday. Rain showers, possibly even snow showers. Some snow showers may be affecting the southern New England area with the accumulations, uh, little accumulations. But uh, temperatures will once again probably be approaching 40, but then will drop and we'll see conditions cold enough for snow in that area. Now, this is not really the main problem right now. 
This is not the main problem at all. This is just a cold front with some light precipitation. There might be a, I think the Northwest Pacific might be a problem that might be producing problems, but that's, you know, on the other hand, the drought is being eliminated. We have a low, a strong, uh, at least a major rain producer moving across the Gulf Coast, some areas getting two inches of rain. That, well, that's a little bit of a problem, but it's still not really a problem. We have Santa Ana winds, which is occurring at places... Uh, Santa Ana winds are occurring for places in Southern California, and that's not a problem at all, unless we do have wind advisories in effect, so you might have a couple of uh, trash cans that get get blown down, something like that. But that's in return for those trash cans getting blown down, you're going to get swimming weather as temperatures rise into the low 80s for places like Los Angeles. Uh, Certainly, uh, it seems like it's worth it. I mean, uh, and this cold front produced uh, warm air, mild air, unseasonably warm air, even record warmth for yesterday and today over parts of the plains. Uh, And Amarillo, Texas continues to go up and down. We had mild air here in the Chicago area. So in terms of problems and uh, inconveniences, we don't really have so much right now. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, the next uh, the next period over here. Uh, so this cold front, not so much of a problem. We will talk about the Alaska Panhandle because that is a big problem and it's super exciting and it, people, the snow lovers are as happy as can be jumping rope they, to get the excitement off. Out. There's no other way to do it. Just extra, just jumping jacks and all this unbelievable stuff for people who live on the around the uh, Valdez and uh, some uh, some areas around there. It's just really uh, big time stuff with snowfall accumulations, two to three feet. That's the final snowfall accumulations, but it doesn't end there. This is like a. It's like a medrash, what's going on over there. And I think it might even happen every year. It's just snow the rest of the week, except maybe on one day. And then it's just storm after storm after storm. And storm means one to four inches. But the final storm, another once again, one or two feet. So I get, we talked about that now. Now let's go over to what's going to be happening uh, Saturday night. Let's talk about the exciting and mysterious stuff. Uh, with tremendous curiosity. It's going to be Saturday night. We're going. This is a big-time podcast. This is starting Saturday night. What's the date? It's November uh, 27th. And we're going to go all all the way to December 10th. All the way to December 10th. Let's go and talk about this. Okay, we're going to be under a northwest flow with bringing continuous clipper systems non-stop a train of clipper systems from the from Canada just non-stop now the thing is this time of the year the places that get the precipitation it will be falling as snow <clears throat> excuse me and the places that get the precipitation will be north of the low pressure system so these types of systems produce like a rinky dink 1 to 2 inches of snow for the midwest if even that, probably even less than an inch, maybe not even that. Chicago, however, is going to be south of the low pressure for most of these systems. 
There's one exception to that. The one exception is the one coming by Saturday night, I believe. I believe it's maybe Shabbos day, maybe Saturday night. That has to be looked into. That one, Chicago has a chance. That low pressure system looks like it's going to be going far enough south that areas north of Interstate 80 might be getting snow. Light, a light rinky-dink snow, I think. But there still could be snowfall accumulations. Sometimes these clippers are difficult to forecast because they move so quickly. And it's just also hard to determine how much moisture these things have. Usually they have nothing. They have like a moist moisture from a bubble bath. That's But this time of the year, perhaps they have a little bit more. It's going, you know, the water temperatures of these lakes in Minnesota and other places are warmer. Perhaps it does have a little bit more to work with. Okay, that's system number one. There's system number two. Uh, the Northwest probably also connected to the Northwest Pacific. And then system number three, which stops by sometime midweek for next week. Now, system number one, over here, it's a rinky-dink snow. And for much of the East Coast, the same thing. However, there will be the development of an upper low pressure system, probably somewhere off the coast, in between Washington, D.C. and uh, New, the New England area. Okay, it might happen. And it might happen that this, and if it does happen, the storm, it will turn into a storm and it's going to intensify. And then the question is, will it continue to move eastward out to sea or will it move up the coast towards Boston? So there's potential for like a three to six inch snow. You know, it's a three to six inch snow, probably for areas further inland, for areas west of Interstate 95 on the east coast, probably Monday, maybe late Sunday night, but mostly on Monday. So nothing too big, okay? But it might be significant, probably not for areas closer to the coast. Now, let's go on to the next thing. The next thing, there might be some little system that moves by Tuesday or Wednesday. Now, after that, we might see warmer conditions. We have two cold shots. First cold shot is tomorrow all the way till something like Tuesday for us. Friday through Wednesday for the East Coast. Then things start to warm up a little bit. But then we go through the second cold spell. And it's the second cold spell where meteorologists and forecasters, they say, they use the terminology when they're speaking to the public as they're worried, they're worried for people. I don't really know if they're worried for people because the excitement is... The excitement for storms, especially winter storms. Winter storms could be even more exciting than a tornado for meteorologists. I've heard many of them, they have a tremendous interest in winter storms and forecasting winter storms and stuff like that. Let's go ahead and talk about December 1st, that system. December 5th, that system, give or take a day. And then quickly discuss December 10th. Okay. And first I want to tell you the most significant system will be the December 5th. Will be that middle one. Okay. Now, when is December 1st, by the way? Today is no- November 24th. So a week from today, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. But a week from today. So next Wednesday. Okay. So what? Okay. we have a steer over here. 
we have a stira over here. Okay, there's a stira in regard. We have a contradiction. Will the temperatures moderate a little bit Wednesday onward before the cold air comes back, or will it be cold starting Wednesday? So, some forecasters. I'm going to go ahead. And I, I want to say like this that it will moderate. It will moderate. In fact, you might even see unseasonably warm air move back into the plains, back into our area sometime midweek next week. That's what I think. I think things will moderate. And then following that, the December 4th, that's really when we're going to get uh, the, the, right now it looks like we'll get the real cold spell then. And one of the, with one of these cold spells, one of them, there's almost a certainty that there should be a major snowstorm with one of them. It's just chazach, climatology, I think, would support that. At this time of the year, when you're getting one after the other, you're getting a series, one of them is bound to produce it. And the, the, some forecasters are shooting for December 5th into December 6th. That's the one. Uh, we'll see what happens in regards to that. It's not clear the track of these storms, whether they're going to be coming from the upper Midwest, diving southeast. That's the weather pattern that we've been dealing with. And if that's the case, Chicago will be missing it. But they dive southeast and then they blow up off the North Carolina coast or sometimes the New England coast. That's when they really blow up. So that's something that will have to be paid attention to. So that's really going to be next weekend, next weekend, or the end of sometime, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then there might be something, see, then let's just leave it at that. Next weekend, there's, there's a number of forecasters that for the East Coast, they say there is potential for a significant snowstorm for next weekend. They also say this storm will be tracking from the Midwest. It's coming in from the Midwest. What exactly... You know, where in the Midwest, where it's going to go, all these details, this is all a far way, off, far way out right now. But I think that the main point, this is what I think the main point is, that generally speaking, all the way through December 10th, generally, we're going to be under a northwest flow. There's going to be several low-pressure systems that move through the area, and the forecast confidence, I think, goes high when you say at least one of them will be producing a significant snow somewhere. Not a lake effect. Lake effect snow, yes, that is that as well. But a significant snow will occur somewhere. They're, they they want to focus on December 5th, 4th, or 6th, that system. Uh, but, um, but it may not be that system. So... There are those also that are focusing on the first 10 days of December. But let's go ahead with the December 4th, 5th, or 6th. We have system number one, Saturday night here, Shabbos, Shabbos night. Sunday night and Monday for Boston. And uh, and then there's looks like there'll be another minor rinky-dink system, maybe midweek next week. And then we go into... We, we go into a... Some point at the end of next week, there'll be a cold front which will establish the cold air. 
maybe some little bit of snow, another rinky-dink system. But the system after that will be arriving after the cold air has already been established. Therefore, that system, that's the svara, that's the logic behind saying that system will be the stronger of all of them. But uh, these things are far away, way, way off from now. Plenty to deal with, uh, plenty to deal with, especially if you live in the Alaska area where it's just nonstop heavy snows, heavy snows, high confidence of heavy snows a week from now even. Just day after day for some of these cities, it's really, it's really amazing. I want to point out uh, a couple other things. West Lions River, uh, Australia. Okay, things are starting to get warm. You look at it, you have highs in the mid-90s, upper 90s tomorrow, upper 90s the next day. You look at the normal highs, there's no way the normal high is higher than the mid-80s. No way. It's not higher than the mid-80s, if even that. Okay, but somehow it's making it into the upper 90s. And somehow that's being described as just very warm, not hot. But then a week from now... All of a sudden, scorching heat of 110 degrees for several days hits West Lines River. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It happened last year, and last year it went on and on. 30 days, 40 days. Who's establishing what the normal high is for West Lines River? I looked it up. I think there's 25 people living in the city. (laughs) That's what I think. I'm going to look it up again. But there's not a lot of people living in the city. But who... I, where is the thermometer? What, what's going on? There's a lot of things that just need to be explained over there. Uh, we have other things going on around the world. A lot, by the way. Some forecasters think it's going to be going into the low 90s later on this week in a lot. But AccuWeather says mid and upper 80s in a lot in Eretz uh, We have... Uh, these 40 and 50 degree temperature differences establishing itself in Drift, South Africa. Warm conditions for the desert southwest, uh, basically mid-70s to mid-80s for the next week. Beautiful weather over there. Miami is, you can clearly tell that it's no longer summer when you see the ultraviolet index. Although late in the day was a 2, it's probably at a 3 maybe a four, and highs only in the low to mid-70s. That's, uh, you can clearly tell. If it's only in the low to mid-70s there, the sun is really weak because the water temperatures are probably that, and why is it not getting warmer than the low to mid-70s? All right, we're going to end this podcast now, unless something comes to mind immediately. And I wish everybody a good night. Thank you for listening, and... The exciting weather is on the way, but it's extra exciting if you're following the forecasters because then then even if nothing happens, it's still exciting because you learn about all the possibilities. This might happen. That might happen. All this, at the end of the day, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's just boring. That That's what might happen. So I encourage the weather buffs and weather enthusiasts to try to read at least uh, someone's forecast discussion in the Midwest and someone's on the East Coast, depending on where you live, in the Northwest.
Have a great night. Have a wonderful week.